Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, new friends. I'm Jackie Schimmel, philanthropist, motivational speaker, glowing wife, animal rights activist, and a shoulder to cry on. Not really. I'm a crazy bitch, but a hoot and a half. If you haven't listened to my podcast, The Bitch Bible, brace yourself, Pour yourself a stiff drink and get ready to laugh your ass off or cry. Make sure you subscribe yourself to the Bitch Bible Podcast right now. You're going to effing love it. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat Podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. You guys, I'm here with Rochelle Stouse. I'm so excited. Selling Sunset, star, but also star of a gazillion soap operas, like all of them. Beautiful, Dancing with the Stars, all of that. And my new Instagram, well, not new, but Instagram, like friendship. Like, you know, Rochelle, you're so amazing. Thank you for being here so much. I am so excited to be here. I love friendships that start on Instagram. Your Instagram is truly the one that's like, if you're not following, what are you doing? It keeps me all the time just up on all the news and laughing hysterically. So I'm so excited to be here. I love that you are so like in it, like you're so updated on like pop culture and entertainment. And I always see your little like handle pop up when there's like Britney stuff going on. Or even the other day, what was it? It was like Claire Crawley posted like a really heavy story about her boob implants that she needs to take out. And there's Chriselle, supportive as like you're so first of all, you're good at Instagram. Does anybody help you or are you like so on it? Thanks. I honestly I, I, I do it myself. I have never had help with it. I feel like there have been a few times where that's why it kind of sucks because you're so busy. But I really enjoy Instagram. So it's me doing it. And uh I feel like it's like when those things happen, you know, you want to give them support because you could feel her heart through that video. And so I just kind of want to get her to feel supported. And you also are so good at like, even with your like 2 million followers, like interacting with your, with your fans and followers. And you're always like answering questions and like, like I, you go, I love going through my DMS too. It's like (laughs) so fun. 
because those people become like so involved in your life and they want to know everything and they're there for you sometimes even more than your real friends. But and you're so interactive and you answer their questions and you always post the DM. So I love your style on Instagram. And I think that a lot of people find you like relatable and like especially after we saw you on season three of Selling Sunset. And it was like basically the Chrishell season. <laughs> Don't you feel like there people really got to know you and like where you were from and um, and you really opened up? I think that that was kind of the the blessing that I couldn't have known that was going to come from all that. Because, of course, it, you know, going through that, it just seemed like it was going to be a complete disaster and everything was just going to explode into big, you know, embarrassing mess. And the fact that it kind of just enabled me to just kind of live my life out loud in a way that's like, you know, good things happen, bad things happen. And I kind of like just the idea of putting it out there. I think the beginning of joining a reality show and then the way all that happened was so the opposite of the way that you're supposed to be when you're in kind of the spotlight a little bit. And it's honestly been really freeing because it's just like, now I feel like I can be myself. I feel like I, you know, I can, you know, be the person that's like, that was the one thing with dancing with the stars. I was like, well, if I fall on my face, the people that follow me, I'm the person that would just laugh at myself, you know? So I kind of like that whole idea of just, you know, I feel like, and that's obviously, you know, the book is all about like under construction. I like the idea that we can just kind of own where we are and connect on the things that are obviously maybe not the greatest or we can laugh at or whatever. And I just feel like it's kind of been a little freeing. 2021, it's like a little less of like, my life is perfect. And it's a little more like, okay, I will be the first person to say I'm excited. I do feel like I'm kind of living my best life. But in doing that, there's like stuff on my Instagram story. Like I lived in this house a whole week without water and they weren't helping me turn it on. And I had people come in my house. So I was just oh, like, I saw that. turned it on myself with the literal curl bar. And I was, you know, so just, I feel like I can just kind of put that stuff on there. And it's, it's funny. Like that's my real personality. So. The book is called is going to be called Under Construction because living my best life was a little took a little work. Took uh, a little work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That is so true though. I feel like for everyone and again that's why it's so relatable because we see on Instagram like living my best life, living my best life and like your whole story is like yes, you're a beautiful actress but you didn't you weren't like born on the Hollywood red carpet. Like you had a, a pretty tough upbringing. So we got to see that. But it really does look like you're living your best life. So you to get this gorgeous 3.3, like your house, you got a deal, right? You got it like a good, like how Chriselle is that? I did. Yeah, I was originally listening for 4 million. And in this market, I feel really lucky. Um, I know I got I could I could personally sell this for more than I bought it for. I don't want to tell the other side that but I was like, if I was marketing this house, I uh, would have done it a little differently. But I knew what I had when I saw it. So I was like, okay, I'm moving on this. I'm putting the pressure on. So I'm I love it so much. Because it's like a seller. I mean, I don't really know anything about real estate, but because of like COVID and everything, wasn't it like a seller's market and people weren't really buying? Yeah. So right right now, like the interest rates are, I don't know how far into the two I'm going to get, but um, I'll tell you in a nutshell, interest rates are the lowest they've been in so long. So there's a bunch of buyers, but there's only so much inventory. And so they're all fighting over, you know, 
this little bit of inventory. So the sellers, it's really easy to sell your home right now. Um, it's not as easy to buy. So I had, um, and the show actually selling sunset, you'll get to see me through that whole process. Cause I didn't get the first house I put an offer in on and actually it were, everything works out because I'm so happy. This house is way better than that house, but you'll get to see that whole process on the show, which is coming this fall. So soon. I know I tried to look up when, what the date was. There's not, is there a release date yet? No, because you know, they have to do so much with, um, you know, once they lock it in, they have to translate it to all these different languages. So it mm. takes a while to get an exact date, but I know it's coming this fall. So it's, it's a little late because of, you know, obviously everything was closed and our show wouldn't right. be fun if it was all closed and us in masks. So I'm glad, right. we did, but it's going to take a little longer. And there are two new cast members or at least two that we know of, right? Yep. Two new cast members this season, Vanessa and Emma. And how's, how was that? filming with new cast members. Yeah. You know, I mean, I will say, obviously, you know, the whole point of doing something like that, it stirs the pot a little bit. I personally think they're great. I've loved working with them. You know, it wouldn't be selling sunset if that were the case with everyone. So uh, there will be a little, uh, uh, some drama with that, but anytime we can not be on the drama and focus on the real estate, I'm so happy, but unfortunately, you know, there is going to be some drama. <laughs> Well, I saw because you know me, I'm a Snoopy, Snoopy little bitch. So I saw that. (laughs) Your CIA skills are completely unmatched. No, they're really, really not. I'm just really like a huge loser. Like anybody could do it if you just like look it up. So I immediately went to like Emma's uh, Instagram, saw that she has close to one mil coming into it. Which to me, I'm kind of like, you know, my eyebrow gets raised a little. How, how do people know her? So I, I'm not 100% sure with, with Instagram, but I would assume it's because she has a huge business that's really popular on QVC. So she did real estate and then she went off to kind of build this business and now she's back to do both. And um, it sells on QVC. They sell out all the time. It's, um, it's a meatless empanada company. It's they're really good. So I think that that's how, uh, and then I'm not sure because Instagram is sometimes a little different. Maybe it's also just because, you know, Instagram likes hot people on there. (laughs) Yeah. Because, and the other woman, Vanessa, which like a lot of people are like, Chrishell's an actress too, but my eyebrow raised a little bit in her kind of intro to the fact that she's going to be on the season. She said she's so excited to combine her love for acting with real estate. Which again, like I know Selling Sunset isn't scripted, right? No, it's not scripted, but she did kind of the same thing I did. Like she was um, big in telenovelas, which is kind of cool because we, we, she did the Mexican version of what I done here. Mm. And so then she started real estate as a lot of soap actors do as like, you know, okay, what's a side hustle I can start building. And so she kind of did the same exact path. So I think, you know, we both, Uh, had that in common where it's like, this was her second career, you know, trying to get it off and running. So you guys know I'm a freaking sucker for meal kit delivery services. Give it to me. Give it to me. Let me never have to buy ingredients for my house. You just send me the meal kit, send me all the ingredients I need for it. The instruction sheet and let me freaking cook it. 
Green Chef is amazing because it offers specific options for keto, paleo, plant-powered diets, or even if you just want to eat in a more balanced way, which is the plan I did. But what makes Green Chef so special is not only that it offers organic veggies and really high quality meats, but like I said, has specific recipes for people that follow keto, paleo, plant-powered diets. So that's really, really important. Listen, you guys need to check out Green Chef because they're one of the best. Everything is so fresh, so delicious and healthy because a lot of the companies are great, but not all of them have like healthy options where like you're trying to eat like healthier, get in shape. So this is definitely one to check out. Green Chef is so good. You guys, you need to check out Green Chef at greenchef.com slash not skinny a hundred and use code not skinny a hundred to get a hundred dollars off, including free shipping. Uh, okay, you guys. So you have to go to greenchef.com slash not skinny a hundred and use code not skinny a hundred to get a hundred dollars off, including free shipping. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well, which is important. Like I said, it's all about eating well, eating healthy, eating balanced. So check Green Chef out. You guys get a hundred dollars off using code not skinny a hundred. So you though, how did, why did you need a side hustle when you were doing so many shows? You were on All My Children. You were on Young and the Restless. Days of Our Lives. Days I of actually, Our Lives. I was on Days of Our Lives and they wrote my character off. Like all of a sudden new writers were coming in and my character was going to New York. And that's when I went to get my license. Cause I was just kind of like, at the time I was like, you know, this is, this is a different time where it was in soaps you keep getting told at a certain age, you, you, you don't have as much work or something. And so I really like to work. And I think that's pretty prevalent because I'm always the kind of person I need to say no to more things, but I, I really like being busy. And so all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm auditioning here and there, but I'm not getting it. So I need to have something that I'm more in charge of. So that's actually what I, when I went and got my license. And then when I got my license, I was selling real estate and then all of a sudden, at the same time, Selling Sunset approached me and Days of Our Lives wanted me back on the show. So I went from like no jobs to like too many jobs, but it was good. Oh, it was right. It was that back to back that that. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So this was. Uh, the, yeah. Because this was a few years ago. I'm trying to remember when we started Selling Sunset. It was. um, What was that? 2016 or something. I'm, I'm probably messing that up. But anyway, it was right when also they kind of wrote my character back. So I was doing it all at once. It was a, it was a lot, but I'd much rather be busy with my head spinning than like twiddling my thumbs. So. But can you go from soap to like soaps to like, like, did you, was, was your goal and is your goal still to do like TV and film or does reality TV kind of mess with that a little bit? I kind of, I love that I can kind of do a little bit of everything lately. Like I'm hosting something soon that I'm really excited about. I've always loved hosting. I might get to do a guest star on a show soon if it works out timing wise. So I just like, no, I would never be able to do a contract on a soap. Again, it's really restrictive and you can't do anything else. It's, but I love, you know, if a soap approached me about doing like a fun arc or something or like days of our lives will still have me come back. My character's dead, but they have me come back and I'm playing like a guilty conscience. So I just have so much fun doing stuff like that. So, um, oh my God, yeah. with soaps, it's easy. Cause it's like, oh, you died, but like, it's fine. You'll come back as like your dead sister's brother's cat's soul. Like it's legit. 
like that, right? Amanda, I'm telling you. So I grew up as a little kid. I always wanted to be on a soap. And so now I've really gotten to check that off of the list of like in soaps, the things that like the, the main things you want to do. I got to come back from the dead. I was like, oh, this was <laughs> on my list. So done. And is it really like different acting like Joey that says in Friends that it's like smell the fart and stuff? Like, is it really more dramatic, like turn to the camera, squint acting than other kind of acting? I will say different soaps have different tones. So when I was on The Young and the Restless, it's more of like a real tone that you would do same as you would do like a Law and Order or something like that. You, you know, it's a, it's a little more real. Same with all my children. Days of Our Lives goes for the camp. And so I love that I've kind of gotten to do both kind of feels. But when I'm at Days of Our Lives and I'm playing a dead character, I go for the camp because that's, that's, you know, what the show is about and it's fun and you can't be too big. So I just have fun with it. I can't believe that you're saying that your dream as a little girl was to be on a soap and you legit got on a soap. That's wild. How did you manifest that? I mean, this sounds a little crazy, but it's true. I, you know, growing up, we were so poor. We didn't even, you know, we didn't have a home many times and it was just a struggle. I mean, I was the kid like didn't, I know I've said this on the show, but you know, I didn't always smell good. We didn't always have running utilities or the right clothes or anything like that. And so I, I just wanted to, to not even stand out. I wanted to just no one to look at me. No, I wanted to be invisible. And so when I would watch my grandma, my mom would watch soaps. These were the most glamorous women I'd ever seen in my life. And so I would be the little girl, like flipping her hair in the mirror playing in my room, like pretending I was doing the opening. And so I remember even going to college and I, I was a theater major and I, they said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to be on soap. And so the day that I filmed my opening sequence for all my children, you know, I'm supposed to be doing this sultry turn. And I was trying so hard not to cry. And even now it just like makes me, because I really felt like I manifested it. And it was like, I was trying to be sexy and I like would have to turn and use my hair scoop to like <laughs> make sure I wasn't like crying and then I'd do it again. But, um, that was truly like a dream come true. Like you manifested without, I think that was before the word manifesting even existed. So you manifested before there was like, so you guys re- like literally reach your, like, go for it, fucking go for it. Right. Is that, does that, do you talk about kind of that process in your book that's coming out? When is the book coming out by the way? February 8th. And I, I absolutely talk about that because I really believe in that. I feel like I manifested everything in my life. And of course, you know, I haven't figured out how to stay at the top, but I figured out once you get knocked down, how to, you know, get back up. And I feel like it's filled with those moments where, you know, it's, you know, life is like that. I feel like it's like finding the highs and the lows and trying to, you know, enjoy all the in between. And it's been a crazy journey, but yeah, it's, um, I definitely truly wholeheartedly believe in manifesting because the same thing happened when I went to get my license, all of a sudden I'm jobless. I'm, you know, I didn't have any prospects. I kept going on these auditions. I wasn't getting it. And in my head, I was like, okay, I'm going to go get my real estate license. And I, in my head, I was thinking like, maybe then I'll go host or do some kind of real estate show with it. And then I remember the first couple people I told that to, they kind of thought it was a ridiculous idea. And so then I decided not to tell anyone else. And now here we are. So I say, go for it. And like, if, even if you don't have to go around telling people, know it for yourself. Oh my God. That's amazing. I love your positive vibe always, but like, can we talk a little bit about the relationships with the other 
uh, stars of Selling Sunset. I saw that you said that you saw Christine Quinn's baby. Yes. Baby boy. But you're not friendly with her still after all this time. She brought him into the office. So I got to see her baby. Um, There's so much stuff that goes on behind the scenes, you know, um, between all the time of when the cameras, you know, start rolling and everything. And so it's, it's just one of those things that just so much has happened at this point that it's just, I feel like best to just as much as possible, keep us to our separate corners. It's gotten a little messy and it's just, you know, she really enjoys the drama and thrives on, you know, that kind of an aspect. And it's, it, I'm the kind of person that gives me such anxiety and it stresses me out so much. And I really want to enjoy coming to work and I feel like this is such a blessing we've been given with this, you know, the way it's building our business and everything. So I just don't want to get too mired down in, in that aspect of, I, I just can't have that kind of anxiety and then just like go and do, fulfill my day. It, it really sits with me. So it's yeah. just not healthy for me to kind of get mired in that too much. So I, I do what I have to do and, and I, as much as I can, you know, get out of that drama, I try. <laughs> I'm just because I get exactly what you're saying. She and she even kind of admitted in a lot of interviews that she like is kind of playing into this villain role. And again, good for her. I'm the same way, Chriselle. Like I can be like a little chihuahua. But at the end of the day, like if someone's like mean to me or if I'm in a situation like I may be able to stand up for myself, but I'm going to go cry right after in my room, you know? So I totally feel you on that. And I wonder a lot of the times like how because I remember at the beginning of the show, her and Mary were so close. And I kind of liked that friendship because it was kind of weird. Like, wait, how is Mary, who seems so sweet and so nice and so whatever, really good friends with this other woman who is very like overpowering and 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 it kind of worked. But then that kind of kind of fizzled, too. So it's been kind of a wild a wild ride to see. And then, you know, obviously seeing uh, a lot of things about Christine in the media and uh, on her own, you know, Instagram and stuff. Do you feel, I know this is again, me being petty, but you know me already. So do you (laughs) feel like there's some kind of like, I don't know why this is my gut and that there's some kind of like social media competition between the girls. Like it kind of feels like there's some kind of like, who's going to like, be the most successful or like have the most followers on Instagram or like, I mean, uh, not that none, nothing that's ever been spoken, you know, or anything, but I think, you know, probably, probably like in, you know, I guess that happens with each show or, or whatever, Mm. but I think, I don't know. That's what I mean. Like to get mired in, in that kind of stuff, then you're missing the big picture, which is all the opportunities that were given. But um, I think that that probably feeds into some of the behavior that's, you know, gone on just because of some of the conversations that have happened off camera. And, you know, obviously also like the way that the show chooses to um, advertise the show, you know, it's not always, you know, we don't, we don't, have anything to do with that. That's a Netflix decision. So it's just like, there's so many things behind the scenes that happen that make, can make, you know, our lives miserable if you're dealing with that kind of an energy. Yeah. Where it's just been difficult. (laughs) We all shop online 
probably at least once a week. And that's being really easy on us because I know that for me it's more. But do you know when you uh, add all the, the stuff to the cart and there's like a line, like a space to put in a promo code and you're like, oh, yeah, let me just like, you know, fart out a promo code. Like, where the hell am I supposed to get a promo code? Oh, you know where? Honey. Thanks to Honey. Manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is a free shopping tool that you add to your uh, browser and it scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Saves you money on almost every purchase. Isn't that wild? All of a sudden, boop, like you literally see it thinking like, honey, blah, 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 blah. it tries all these different codes and then it finds one. It tries them. It basically tries all the codes and the one that that works just applies automatically to your cart without you even doing anything. And boom, discount. If you don't already have honey, you literally are just missing on free savings. It's literally free and installs in just a few seconds. By getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting my podcast because I'm freaking recommending it to you. And by the way, this is an extension I've had even before I've partnered with Honey because it's so good. So obviously I've had it. I never recommend something I don't use. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash not skinny. That's joinhoney.com slash not skinny. Do you watch Bravo shows? Yeah, it's some. So Vanderpump Rules, I remember there a whole cast. I went to some like conf, like some uh, Bravo event. They were all there, and the 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 like uh, the woman that was hosting it kind of was like, "Okay, so Stassi's the most famous out of all of you," and said it in front of them. And I remember like kind of hiding in my seat and being like, even if it's kind of like obvious that she was the most successful at the time. It's very not a good feeling to be one of the other cast members and kind of feel like you're less than or you get less scenes or you you have less followers. Um, but no, I was just saying that because I saw in one of my sleuthing sessions, uh, Christine, there are these like giveaways that celebrities do. So either you're like getting the money for the giveaway, right? So Scott Disick, for instance, he gets paid by a company to put up, you know, when he puts up the picture of like Chloe with a bunch of Louis Vuittons mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck is this? And then it says in the thing, if you want to mi- win like 50 Louis Vuittons or something, go follow the 70 companies that I'm following and you'll enter. So what happens? Those 70 companies are paying the company that's paying Scott Disick like 15 grand each. Right. And it's worth it for them because they'll get followed. Who was once one of those people you asked? Oh, got <laughs> it. I didn't know that, but yeah, I've been. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm maybe it was before you were following me. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that, but I'm not surprised. I've, I've, I've been offered to do those giveaways. I just, I don't know if they're on the up and up. I just, I'm not. No, you not were probably you were probably offered to do the giveaway and be the Scott Disick. Yeah, they right. pay you. They pay you to then post. Yeah, right. I'm saying that Christine was one of the people that paid to be one of the people that Scott follows that then people have to follow. So that was really shocking to me then because I was like, you're going to get so much, you know, so many people have their eyes on you on, on, on the show. Like 
you're going to get followers, you know, like you're going to have the people that like you and follow you. So it was kind of surprising to me. And that's when I kind of was like, wait, is there some kind of because I know Heather came in with kind of a follower base from either, like you said, Instagram liking pretty women or that she was um, a Playboy model. And then I interviewed Amanda, who was so different than I thought she was. She was so funny. Yeah. And so like people, I feel like didn't know her from the show as much. And she was like wild. Like she was such a good time. And she was like, yeah, I need to like up my game. And I was like, oh my God, there's, it just felt like there was a, a feeling of kind of, but I guess it's normal. You know what I mean? In that kind of environment. Right. I think, I think more so with Chris, Christine has definitely gotten that she has that, you know, edge of, you know, if anything isn't is given to one person and not hurts, it's, it's going to be an issue. So that I feel like with the rest of the girls, I, I don't really feel that energy from them. It, it is kind of seems like, you know, like you said, there's so many eyes on the show and then the show is going to drop and it, it is. And you want genuine followers, I would think, because, you know, you want the real engagement or whatever, but to each their own. But I do think, you know, I, I never know what, <laughs> what is like making her do some of the stuff that she does. I just try and, you know, listen, I'm going to clock in, I'm going to show up and do what I need to do, but we're probably not going to be, you know, hanging out as soon as the cameras are down. (laughs) So we have that to expect this season, but are you still as cool as you were with Mary, Amanda and Heather? Yeah, we were all just in Vegas together. We're all like really genuinely friends and we see each other constantly, whether we're filming or not. And we're you know, I'm actually doing a deal with two of the girls right now. And, you know, business is amazing. So I feel like the ones that you don't let that kind of stuff get in the way, we've become more successful than, than we ever could have imagined, you know? So I feel like as soon as, um, you know, we can just drop the idea of whatever it is. The fact is, is that this is, imagine how much a realtor pays for like their face on the bench, right? And this show is putting our business out in 190 countries like that. So it's like, we have so much business, we, we can't do it all, you know? So I think that that's one of the things where it's like, we're just kind of riding this high and excited. So do, do people reach out to you and not to the Oppenheim group, like individually, like, I want you to sell my house, like on Instagram or like email or something? I am pretty particular because, you know, we, I've gotten pretty good at, um, I'll have somebody from the office basically like reach out to them if I think they might be uh, realistic and they'll ask them for proof of funds and different things to kind of qualify them. And then if they're qualified, then I'll, then I'll um, work with them. But yeah, I've actually worked with a, a few people that way that just reached out because of the show and, um, they were legit, you know, buyers or sellers. And so it's kind of been amazing. And I have one I'm filming with right now that reached out because of the show. We're filming with them now. Oh, my God. That's wild. Is L.A. the only place that you've sold homes or have you done it in any other markets? Yeah. So I just have my license in California and I've only Mm -hmm. sold in Los Angeles, but I will uh, soon be doing one in the O.C., which is a little different, but kind of, you know. um, But yeah, so basically just in this market. That's so cool that I do. You th- I was feeling when the, when everyone was watching the show, which I feel like happened kind of during quarantine where people really discovered the show and it became such a like number one on Netflix. And everyone was like, I want to be in real estate. Like, I know. like 
as if it's like easy because it looks so like glam and you're all dressed up, even though for me, that would be so hard whenever you girls are like in heels, like all day. I'm like, uh, what is your like advice or kind of reaction to that when people see you on the show and it seems, let's say, easy because you're like on the phone, you show the house and all of a sudden you get the offer on the phone. There's probably so much more that goes into it, right? There's so much more that goes into it. So that's the one thing I always tell people, like, I hope you understand it's not like it is on TV. They don't show so much stuff I'm dealing with right now, literally like the most ridiculous things from a client as we speak. And it's just, you know, it involves a lot of handholding and, you know, inspections and just honestly, just so much stuff that's not on the show. Is your, is your dream, Chriselle, to like own your own real estate I thought about that, but I honestly, I love Jason. He's become one of my best friends and I love um, that he just handles all that. He's also a lawyer. So I don't have to worry about, you know, if we get sued or for, he handles the umbrella of all of that. And I'm not a super detail oriented person. I like to come in and, you know, make sure the clients like feel really good about it. And then we have the staff that deals with, you know, all the intricacies of things like with the legalities and stuff like that. And so I feel like I wouldn't want to take that on. I, the way I do it now makes it fun. And if I were to try and take that, yeah, you'd make more money, but you'd also be earning it because you'd be working constantly on stuff that's like paperwork stuff that I don't want to do. So yeah, it's like a headache sounds like. Yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't want to do that. I think it's perfect the way it is. And we have such a, like a little family unit, so I wouldn't change it. One of the worst feelings ever is being not I get car sick because I can't freaking keep my eyes off my phone, even though I know it makes me freaking nauseous. I can get really nauseous on my period. Oh, my God, that's bringing me back to like beginning pregnancies day nausea. Well, if I told you there was a solution that was so neat, so effective, so easy, no pills. What, what if I told you that? You wouldn't believe me. But you should believe me because there's a relief band. It is FDA approved. It's the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety. Oh, my God. Don't I freaking know it. Migraines, hangovers, the freaking worst. Morning sickness, ugh, it's all coming back. Chemotherapy and so much more. It's drug-free, you guys. Nothing to take as an anxious person. Anything, you know, that I need to take, anything that is a drug scares the ish out of me. Um, This is literally a relief band. It's non-drowsy. It provides all natural relief with zero side effects for as long as needed. Isn't that wild? It's literally just technology that was developed like 20 years ago in hospitals to relieve nausea for, for patients. But relief band is now available to the masses. How it works is it stimulates a nerve in the wrist that travels to the part of the brain that controls the nausea. Then it blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach telling you that you are sick. Legit, you guys, it works. And it's just mind blowing emoji right now that that is how it works. And that again, it's drug free. It's legit a relief band. It's a band that you put like a watch. Okay. It's the only over the counter wearable device that has been used in hospitals and oncology clinics to treat nausea and vomiting. If you guys suffer from car sickness, seasickness, hangovers, anxiety. You can use it for morning sickness when you're pregnant. Literally, 
check it out, you guys. If you're hopping on a boat ready to take a summer road trip and you get the car sick and you just have to be on your phone like me, or you're anxious heading back into the office, Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for my listeners. You go to reliefband.com and you use promo code not skinny and you're going to get 20% off plus free shipping and a 30 day money back guarantee. Okay. That's Relief Band, R E L I E F band band.com and use promo code not skinny to get 20% off plus free shipping. Okay, you guys, isn't that freaking awesome? Chriselle, have you watched sex life on Netflix? I need to know. Yes, I you did. have. Can we talk about it. First of all, that husband was wasted on her. So I just Wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me the end. I'm only on episode um five. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't wait. I didn't say anything. Okay. Uh, because I'm just saying, like, I love him. I'll, that's all I'm Wait. saying. Like, oh, you're team coop. You're team coop. Yeah. So I didn't spoil anything. I'm just saying, okay. he, like, I hate, I feel bad for him. I, I personally would take that kind of guy any day over, like, a music exec, like, whatever. It is wild because, first of all, they made both of them rich, right? If, like, wh- I just feel like it's like they're both rich, just one is a bad boy and one is, li- they're both rich and hot, just one is a bad boy and one is, like, a like a good guy. Right. But it's so funny because Coop at the beginning was so hot to me, like Mike Vogel. I also remember him from, like, skater movies and stuff. But I don't know. It made him less hot that she was treating him, that he was being such a doormat. You know what I mean? Like, he just got less hot to me because he was, like, so like what episode I'm on like five I'll tell you what happened just now they went okay Billy first of all I literally can't because my husband also shoved himself into my watching and like I don't want to watch it with him I'm like get away from this because then he like gets ideas and it's just like no relax tame yourself um let me have this be my show and like watch the shower scene by myself I don't need you there (laughs) <laughs> did you know that shower scene was coming I, or no? I just on Twitter everyone was talking about episode three episode three I saw like the memes and I was like okay I don't want to look because I want to see it for myself and then obviously when I saw it I did rewind it just to you know I just had to make sure I saw it completely and then um I did I do have some bad news I saw that it was a, a special effect what do you mean you saw? Is this insider info? Is this like SAG? Info? No, I like went on Twitter because I was curious because I was like, wait, is that why they're together in real life? Like, what's going on? Um, and it just, somebody said, now this isn't, you know, take it for what it is. I saw it on Twitter, but somebody said that the special effects person on the show was confirming that there was something used. But I literally read in Men's Health that it was real. Okay, we're going to need to get to the bottom of this. No, this is like the most important part of the show. But I think that they're probably enjoying the buzz about that and like letting it go. But they are like, if you haven't gone down the rabbit hole of stalking those two on Instagram, uh, Sarah Shahi and Adam Dem something, they are so fucking in love. It is wild. Like the show, but in real life, like die for you. Love of my life. Like, but okay. So we won't go into your, whatever's happening with you right now with the, with the men's, but I mean, not that anything's happening, but (laughs) no, that's what I'm saying. Not that anything's happening, but 
there are so many like crazy couples out there right now, right? Like that are so intense and sexual. And they're all like these midlife. It's honestly exactly. giving me hope because it's like I was going to say, you know, like people that used to be married and now they're in there, you know, so listen, I'm I'm I, that's why another reason I love your Instagram, because it's keeping me updated on all these relationships. And I have personal relationships with some of them. So it is, you know, um, obviously, Ooh. Ooh. well, I just I danced with, you know, I know Sharna because of the whole right. Dance with the stars and there's one other one. But anyway, it's just been nice to kind of be like, OK, this is I mean, these people look like they are having the time of their life. So. Yeah. Do you, so what do you think from knowing Sharna? Did you see that Brian Austin Green at Nosa Nona's bag put up a photo with Sharna and was like, it's so nice to be able to, you know, be with someone. I'm literally destroying his caption, but he wrote like, I never thought that I would like love like this again. Or so Megan Fox commented, thank God for Sharna. I saw that. And, and I, a lot of people thought it was shade, but I was like, no, I feel like Sharna is probably like an angel. I agree with what you wrote. And I think it is, you know, the, one of those things where it makes everyone's life easier if she's out there and being happy in her relationship. And now she's happy that he's happy because at the end of the day, they do share children. And I think that that would be best case scenario where it's like she's helping take great care of her kids when she's not there. They have. So I didn't take it a shade at, at all. I thought, you know, it, I thought it was kind of a new age kind of way to do it. I, I was inspired by it. I was like, wow, you know, that is kind of cool that they figure that out. Yeah, especially because we've seen them beefing on Instagram before and like throwing slight shade. So, yeah, pro- it feels like Sharna is kind of that maybe brought like simmered it, made them kind of him be happy in his own life. Obviously, she's happy in her life. You guys, if you haven't read the In Style magazine interview with Megan Fox, because she's literally resurrected, which is basically when you read it, you realize that she did disappear for many years. She was had kids. She has like a 10 year old, an eight year old, a four year old. And we didn't hear of her for quite a while until right now she came back with the band Bang MGK. Are you attracted to that kind of type? The MGK? (laughs) Oh, if you saw her face. Well, I think Travis Barker is really hot. But MGK, I can't, I just, I like 0%. But for some reason, like if you put them in the same types, I don't know how to answer because I actually do think Travis Barker's hot. And I have since way back in the day. Really? Yeah. Since Blink-182 days, he was always like, oh, he was like the hottest. But um, Machine Gun Kelly just doesn't do it for me. He's too... I don't know, lanky and tall and thin. And I, I just, and then the tongue thing and the nails. Is, <laughs> the tongue Travis, thing, there was, he dyed his tongue black once. I know, <laughs> but I just think Travis Barker is a little more like, oh, you know why else? I love Eminem. And so I just have always had a thing against as soon as, you know, because he hit, said something about Eminem's daughter that was really sketchy. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was always team Eminem. So I, I don't know. I just... Yeah, no. no. Do you get like dudes like with the blue check mark slide into your DMs a lot? I do. You know what's funny is I think our show is really popular with um, soccer players and hockey players because they always have these blue checks and I don't know anything about sports. (laughs) And I'll like go to their profile and it'll be like a guy with like, you know, like missing a tooth or something because he's like on the hockey like field or something. (sighs) That's so funny. Yeah. 
So do they do people have a shot with you that don't have a blue check mark on Instagram? To be honest with you, it's just in real life. It would. Yeah. I mean, when you're just out and you're meeting someone, but like, I'm probably not going to answer like even those blue checks. I didn't even answer them. So really? I, I, I took the compliment and I, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. If I was with a girlfriend, I showed them because I was like a little flattered. But I yeah, I, I'm very awkward with that kind of stuff. I feel like it makes me feel like. I don't know, like an awkward teen all over again. Like, what do you say? What do you, I, I don't know. I mean, but it's so hard to meet people nowadays because it's like, I feel like if you don't meet online, then we're, I mean, I guess you go out and stuff like I, yeah, you go out, you go like, you can be seen and meet someone IRL. Yeah. I mean, just recently, cause that's actually why I was like, okay, I'm going to maybe try and go online and do, and do that route. I'm just kind of trying to stay open to, you know, whatever, but I am so busy and I, and I'm excited. I'm traveling like three weeks this summer. So, uh, we get a little break from the show. So I I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm just going to be open and you never know. And, and not, I don't know. So may, cause I think of that, I'm like, well, you know, I'm always, you know, meeting new clients and doing stuff, but I don't think that IG DM is probably going to be the way that it's going to (laughs) happen. Chriselle, you said you're taking a break from filming. So does that mean you're filming season five and season four is ready to go? Yes. We're filming them, uh, in succession and, but we're taking like a three week break in between while they, you know, they'll probably be in the edit bay and fit and doing all their stuff, but we get to take a little break. So, and then we'll come back and do five. Wow. That's so, I can't wait to binge them. Selling sunset is one of the easiest shows to binge ever. There is a mix of like the perfect mix of like reality TV, but like with that little oomphy, like there's, it's not, yeah, it's just like the perfect show that I can't wait for it to come out. And I can't wait for your book under construction to come out, even though that is also a freaking long, like it's, it's so long. I know. February. I know. February 8th. I know it's going to be a, a little while, but I think, I don't know why that, you know, all these things need such lead time because then they have to go through the legal process and all that stuff. I do have to tell you, Amanda, you're going to die because I am going to Italy. So part of your stories are making me so excited. <laughs> Wait, do you have the inside scoop of like, what? like, is it just because traveling there has opened up again? Do you think? Well, originally I think, you know, I was supposed to go to London and London is closed right now. So I had to change it. And maybe I was influenced. I don't know. But now I'm <laughs> Oh, my God. That's so exciting. Where are you going to be? Um, I don't know yet. I mean, I literally just got the flight yesterday because it was going to London. But then I'll just connect from London. So I don't know exactly. I mean, I'm flying into Naples. But then, you'll know, you'll probably take a... I don't know how it works. You have to take like a boat or a train or something. You don't know? What do you mean you don't know? Well, luckily, I'm not planning it. So I very happily will just show up and be a great... Uh addition and try and make sure everyone is happy and have their drinks and everything. But details. Who's everyone? Wait, what? What is happening? (laughs) Head explosion emoji. No, I'm just going with like a group of friends. And so it is uh, some of them enjoy this process of planning. And I'm just not one of those people. That me neither. That's so fun to have like a ready to go vacation. You just have to come. I know. I really, really good. (laughs) And you need it after this like move. So di- was this house, I'm going to impress you, turnkey or oh. <laughs> the one thing I know, or are you, is it something that you have to completely like buy everything for? 
Well, I, so I had to furnish it. Um, so I went ahead and had staging come in. I'm, I'm slowly, you know, getting my own furniture. And then there were just, it was, it was basically turnkey as far as construction goes, but there's just like a few things I'm going to do because it was a four bedroom, but one bedroom was a really small office and it was backed up against the main closet of my closet. So I'm going to knock that wall out and make like an insanely great closet. <laughs> so the basic, just little changes like that. I'm going to do like small things, by the way, I loved when every, I, I lived in New York for five years and when everyone is freaking out about the laundry situation, I was, I just thought that was so funny because having lived there, I totally understood it, but you forget people really wouldn't know that, you know, and it seems so Oh my God, bizarre. people were so shocked about the laundry and like, mind you, they were shocked Whereas, like, I live in a building with laundry in the basement. They were shocked at that. And I was like, what about like when people live in walk-ups, which like I lived in before and it's like, you have to lug your laundry laundry like a bitch to a laundromat five like or walk up in new york no no laundry in the building stop and was i that in your this was acting when I, days yeah all my children and so in the beginning you know we're poor kids they they hire you with like the lowest that they can do it so i was like lugging it myself with the big you know i got the thing with the wheels and then after I was on for a little while, I thought I was like splurging and I had like the guy come pick it up. <laughs> yes. And that's, it's not even that expensive, mind you, to like send out your laundry, but you still feel like bougie AF. Well, I'm really glad that you went through that phase of, of a walk up in New York. Cause that is some gross, like you, they're always like, like there's always a mouse, like in the, when you enter the, do you like New York Rochelle or is it less your vibe? No, I honestly love New York, but it was per, I was 23 when I moved there and it was, I was there for five years. So it was like the perfect time. I didn't have a lot of stuff. I didn't need a lot of stuff. And I was just excited about, you know, my first big, you know, job. So it was the perfect time now living in LA it would be, I like to visit and I want to stay at a nice hotel, but I to, living there was like, it would be hard to go from all the space I have in LA, having a car, having a dog. You know, it was just the perfect time. I was 23. I wouldn't trade those years for the, anything, but um, it would be hard to do it now. And I love about your new house. I'll just say this, that I saw that it was one floor, right? And I love that vibe because I feel like I love that it's all spread out under one level. Is that what it's ranch called? Ranch style. If you want to sound like, you know what, it's a, yeah, ranch style means all one flat, you know, all one floor. I love how they always say in the real estate shows, what do they say? Outdoor, indoor. What do they say when it like connects? Uh, outdoor, indoor living. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you have that too, right? Where it's like you, oh my God, it looks gorgeous. Everyone, you can can Google Chrishell's new house. Sorry, Chrishell. Everyone can see kind of what it looks like, how much you paid, <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing. I know, it's all out there. Chriselle, thank you so much for coming on. You're gorgeous. You are a light. You are a light. I'm so excited to see Selling Sunset coming out in the fall and your book under construction coming out in February. And we're, we, we just can't get enough of you. You are the best. Thank you so much. I'm so excited we finally got to do this. I know. Me too. Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys. I'm going to go film right now. Ooh. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. 